Hello, and welcome to the Shelit Showcase, um, or the Solo Showcase, as it is again this week. Um, I, of course, am your hostess with the most is the Shaman of Shelit, Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay, and Savannah is not here. You kind of heard us possibly talk about it last week. She's going to California, so, thank you, Jesus, um... She's going to California this week, and, uh, and still had to pack and everything, so I was just like, eh, screw it. I'll do a solo show. It's been a while. Hope you're all doing well. I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Um, we're just gonna jump right in. I don't really have much to talk about, because not a whole hell of a lot happened. Um, so the first thing, it's obviously been talked about on... Smackdown and Raw, because again, everything happens after the show comes on. Um, Antonio Noki passed away this past uh, I don't remember exactly what day, because this week is just blurred together. Um, <laughs> uh, Antonio Noki passed away at the age of 79. Obviously much condolences to his family and his friends. Uh, no, I will not talk about Sammy being a bitch the whole show. I will s bring up something about Sammy, obviously. Um, and then we saw Roosh, even though it's spelled like Rush, and it should be Rush, uh, as officially signed with AW, which at this point, why would you? Like, there's so much happening back there in that backstage area, which we will talk about. Oh, what is this we? I will talk about uh, for the <laughs> fight pit match at Extreme Rules between Seth freaking Rollins, the man with the legend, and Riddle. Um, MMA UFC ch former champion. This very well known name. I even know him, and I don't really know UFC. Uh, Daniel. Cormier, spelled like Cormier, but there's no, you don't pronounce the R, guys. Um, he's going to officiate the fight pit match, and it, uh, he said that Seth Rollins actually reached out to him to do that, and not WWE, which makes that a whole lot better, I will say. Solo Cicati. That might, okay, I'm gonna make that the, uh, title this week. <laughs> I'm just going to write that down now before I forget. Thank you, Jesus, for the title. <clears throat> um, on Monday, also when we found everything out, uh, Montez Ford apparently got injured. I don't know when. I don't know how. Uh, but he has a walking boot on. Which sucks. Because... That's... That's another tag team just out right now. I mean, obviously Dawkins kills it because he's Angelo Dawkins and doesn't get enough credit for what he has done and can do for that tag team. And then I saw some random report. I don't believe shit that people say on Twitter because everyone's wrong and everyone lies. Someone just randomly tweeted, oh, I saw Bianca was injured too. And I was like, where did that even happen? When did that happen? I saw no other actual type of report for it, so that person was clearly full of shit. 
Like, you're just tweeting to tweet. And some of you need to get your phones taken away from you. Uh, the only DC Jericho won't rush is to... <laughs> True. Uh, then we have some big congratulations to give out. I keep saying we. I'm literally by myself. I have some very big congratulations to give out to Vic Joseph and Mackenzie Mitchell from NXT. They just got married this past weekend, which is why Vic Joseph was not on commentary for NXT. Um, I didn't write down the name of the guy who, like, is probably going to take his place until he comes back from his honeymoon. I didn't write it down because I turned on NXT late. Um, but, like, big congratulations to them. And Alicia Fox got engaged. See? We are with you. Okay, fine. I'll start. I'll continue to say we. Um, Alicia Fox got engaged. So, big, big congrats to her. Hope she's like doing well outside of WWE and clearly she has been she's thriving she looks great her fiance looks like a very nice man and as long as she's happy that's all that really fucking matters and then I can't read that Matt lives in everyone's head rent free that's true uh, Bandito signed some type of contract with AEW um, nothing I was seeing was telling me logistics and specifics that I needed. Um, <clears throat> so I just, he signed with them in some capacity, which again, why would you sign to this company? <laughs> because earlier today, I'm doing this right after Dynamite, earlier today for the three-year anniversary show, Andrade El Idolo and Sammy Guevara got into an altercation backstage. Sammy pushed Andrade. This is according to multiple reports. But I'm not trusting any source anymore at this point. <laughs> because the first one I saw said both men got sent home. And that was a fucking lie. Um, and then, not too long after Sammy made an appearance on TV... Um... I saw reports being like, oh, sources say one person was sent home. Well, no shit. If Sammy's on TV, I wonder who got sent home. The person who punched Sammy in the face. Well, supposedly. He swung. He swung on him. As he should. Sammy is Tony's coke dealer, and that's why he's getting away with so much shit. Honestly... That has to be the reason. Also, and I realized why I'm bothered so much by Sammy Guevara's face in general. Now, this might be an obscure reference. Now, stay with me, guys. It was during his match, and he kept, like, showing his teeth and, like, his jaws all, like, fucking out the here and shit. <laughs> he reminds me of the bad version of Inspector Gadget from the movie with, like, Matthew Broderick, I think in, like, the 90s, early 2000s, um, that's who he reminds me of. Like, the evil version of Inspector Gadget. <laughs> and I can't not see it now. It's the teeth. It's the, it's the teeth and the jaw and the thing. Um, I had an awesome theory, but I ain't trying to be mean to Tay just because she has bad taste. 
I mean, hey, Tay chose that life. She's the fucking lie with it. Uh, so yeah, so fuck Sammy Guevara. Shitster literally gets in altercations. His second altercation in the past month? Like, I just don't get it. Why do you still have him on his ros this roster? And, and not that I'm, I'm saying everyone in the elite punk scuffle is to blame. They all deserve the punishments dealt to them. But you literally had Sammy push someone and get into their face and try and start a fight earlier that night. And then you have him win. You have him win the main event. Are we kidding? I just, the Elite definitely could have been on TV again. If you're going to have Sammy fight and then win a match in the main event. Sammy G is the Lexi of AEW. He's worse than Lexi. He's like Lexi and Lexi's mom put together. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Chucky. Um, check out the show if you haven't. Um, Sammy needs to go to Raw so Rhea can teach him a lesson too. No, don't put him near my Rhea. He's gonna contaminate her with his bullshit. <clears throat> but that's actually all the news and rumors I had. I'm telling y'all. Didn't have a lot. At all. Nothing happened. And if something happened, I didn't even see it. So, I'm just gonna move on to today in women's wrestling history. It was the NXT UK, remember when that was the thing, um, 2019 TV tapings. Um, we had Rhea Ripley, my love, defeating Nina, Nina Samuels, who's no longer with the company. She was a part of the big group of NXT UK releases. Um, Isla Dawn defeating Killer Kelly. Isla Dawn is who I think is in that red slash pink hoodie with schism in NXT. Possibly. Uh, and Killer Kelly is also currently with Impact, so big shout out to her. And then Kaylee Ray, who I believe was NXT UK Women's Champion at this time, defeated Zaya Brookside, who also was a part of that NXT UK releases thing they did when they said, NXT UK? No, we don't know her. That's just gone. Thank you. Um, WWE hired Marvel comic and horror writer... Uh, as director of long-term creative. I did see that. I don't know why I didn't write that down. Um, so that will be interesting to see. I do love me some long-term storytelling. She's great. <coughs> um, yeah, so women's wrestling. That was like the first thing I saw, and it had three women's matches. It was definitely going to be my pick. Because I always do, like, the random Raws from, like, seven years ago, or, like, some random promotion I've never heard of. And so I was like, NXT UK, we'll do that. Uh, apparently he is behind the QR codes? Give this man a raise already. Except I'm getting real sick and tired of them just, like, popping up on my TV, like, quick. I can't scan it if it goes too fast. But the whole White Rabbit stuff is so intriguing to me. And I hope Matt and I are right and the White Rabbit shows up on Monday of Halloween. Because it would make the most sense. And not at Extreme Rules, even though that's like kind of what they're hinting at. 
Or even like, no, I was gonna say the Monday after, but it wouldn't be the same. It has to be Halloween if it's gonna be on Monday. I don't know. What do you guys think? Should the White Rabbit be at Extreme Rules? The Monday following Extreme Rules, because the White Rabbit in Alice in Wonderland is usually two days late, according to his clock. Or should it be Halloween? Let me know. Either in this chat or in the comments after the fact. Y'all let me know. It's wabbit season. It is wabbit season. Which, I mean, as it should be. It's, give, it's, it's giving spoopy vibes. So, why not? And now, wow, this is going to be like the quickest show I've ever done. I love this. Um, <laughs> my wrestlers of the week. Um, before I get into that, Allison said, I feel like if it's not Extreme Rules, people are going to be pissed. I will agree with that. But it would be a good swerve if to hold it off. Because it seems like they're building two Extreme Rules. Even though it's just... Like... If it is Bray Wyatt... Um... Matt's just fucking people. Yeah. Um... If it is Bray Wyatt, there has been a lot of indicators about, like, Bliss coming back as, like, Dark Bliss. And the QR code happened when she was on TV on Monday. And the Funhouse... The Firefly... Firefly Funhouse music playing before the QR code shows up and the theme mask above her and like there's so many things and like the latest picture from the QR code is about I'm gonna get this wrong Delilah and some betraying some dude listen you know I'm not religious I don't know anything about those pictures I stopped I gave up on the QR codes uh, last week <laughs> when it went too fast and I couldn't get it so then I take it to Twitter Samson, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people are assuming it is Bray Wyatt because he, uh, Bliss betrayed him at WrestleMania, which shouldn't have fucking happened in the first place. Um, so, it, it really depends. I still don't, I like, I like the idea about it being in Extreme Rules, but I kind of just wanted to be on Halloween. <laughs> It's the season! It's the season of the witch. I'll teach you the Bibles. No, thank you. That seems like a lot of work and a lot of time that I don't have. Um, but I appreciate the offer. Thank you, Matt. Um, alright. Now, I'm gonna get into my wrestlers of the week. Feel free to tell me yours. So we can just keep this conversation going between us. It's a great time. Uh, I'm gonna start with my tag team because... It's usually what we do here. I'm going to give it to the Brawlin' Brutes. Showed up on NXT. They, Butch, formerly known as Pete Dunn, said, Yo, I used, to, I used to run shit here. You know, I was a tag team champion. Like a multiple time singles champion. NXT UK champion, but that's not a thing anymore. And then they had a pretty damn good match with Pretty Deadly until Imperium showed up. But that makes sense, because Extreme Rules, they're having a good old-fashioned Donnybrook match, which is literally just a street fight, but it's a street fight, but make it Irish, basically, which I'm about. That's fine. Uh, so a big shout-out to the Brawlin' Brutes, and I just really love Pete Dunne. 
hell of a wrestler, hell of a talent. And when he's not just trying to rip someone's face off, and he's like, kind of okay, like calms down a minute. He's great. I don't, I don't I don't like rabid, Butch. Like him trying to just like attack any and every person he can. He's like he's like a little chihuahua. You have to chain him up and like hold him back. And then he get, was missing for a few weeks. Like it the story arc with this has been insane. But I love the brawl and brutes, and I love Seamus. Now will Seamus be Intercontinental Champion on Friday? Probably not. But that match is gonna slap because it's banger after banger after banger. I'm very excited. Him and Gunther. My women. I have two. And it's Dakota Kai and Candice LeRae. Uh, you could count Candice versus Nikki as like her first match, but like that was a quick ass match. Candice versus Dakota got time. And it renewed a rivalry they had in NXT when Dakota turned heel and, you know, tried to literally ruin the first the female War Games match. Um, but I love Dakota, and I'm so happy Candace is back. Candace is looking really good in the ring recently. And that makes me happy because, like, she hasn't really lost a step. And, you know, people will be like, oh, Candace can't wrestle. They say that about most women, let's be fair. Um... And to those people, I say, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. Candace is probably stronger than all of you who say that. She has fought men about, like, 85% of her career. She was fighting dudes on the indies. So, y'all can't say shit. And now that Asuka kind of got taken out and Bliss got taken out on Monday... Which I was kind of surprised Candace didn't come out and attempt to help Bianca Bliss and Asuka. Because I really thought that was leading up to the War Games match. Maybe since Asuka and Bliss are out, Candace will be the only person in Bianca's corner at Extreme Rules. Because we know Kai Sky, or Sky Kai as people say, will be in Bailey's. So, I don't know. I just I just want Candace in a War Games match again. That's all I really want. Truly. The hell of a match for the ladies. Love me some women's wrestling. And the fact that damage control is the female shield. Like, they're in everything. How much of Raw was damage control? I know. It was a lot. It was great. And that gets the other women involved. So, fuck yeah. I'm in. Oh, I did just think about this. What if we... So, like, obviously damage control are the women's tag team champions. So what if we end up getting Shotzi, Raquel, Bianca, and Candace in the War Games match against Damage Control and insert another person here. Damage Control is the best part of Raw, to be honest, says Jesus. Um... Definitely one of the best parts. Raw was actually really good this week. They, they've been putting on some good shows the past few weeks. Which makes me happy because Raw sometimes... Raw last year was like a chore to watch a lot of the time. So now we're getting good Raw. Um, I'm about it. 
and then my men, my males, my manses, um, I'm going with kind of the title of this episode, um, Solo Sokoa, like, Mans is on a tear. Adding him to the bloodline was smart. I wish it would have, you know, held off and, like, he went against Roman, because, you know, his name's Solo, and all of that, but having him be, like, on Team Sammy, which just further pisses Jay off in his PTSD, and having him literally defend the family because Roman's on a part-time schedule now, so he's not really wrestling, and the Usos aren't really wrestling and or defending their titles, which fucking split the titles. I want everyone. I need all titles split, please and thank you. Um, so having Solo and Sammy be the ones doing the brunt of the work is genius. And him and Dawkins? Bro. That match was good. That was a damn good match. I just really love Baby Oose. You know? Do I miss him holding the North American title? Yes. Should Commissioner Shawn Michaels have stripped him of the title? No. But, like, I get it. Whatever. Still stupid. Uh, and then, my other pick, because I have two, I'm giving it to Mustafa Ali. Man stepped up to the almighty United States champion, Bobby Lashley. Um, like, <laughs> first of all, got in his face, and then Bobby took that personally. Y'all know the meme. And they put on a great match. You had him not tap out to the hurt lock. I literally forgot what it was called. You didn't have him tap to the hurt lock. You had him just pass out after struggling and fighting that for a very long time, which you don't really see people do. Usually someone gets in it, tap, tap, tap. Ali held on as long as he could. And then you have bring Seth into the fold because now we're getting a U.S. title match on Monday. You know, after Rollins beats Riddle's ass in the fight pit on Saturday. Um, Rollins is about to be U.S. champ on Monday, which that'd be cool. If he's not, I would prefer him to be, because Seth needs a title. And the Stone Stonehenge over there cost him that title already. So I really need Riddle to stay away. Um... But then you had Seth Stomp Ali, too, which, a match between the two of them, I'm about. Because Ali doesn't get enough credit, like, at all, for what he's done. Is it possible we see Brock after the fight pit to confront DC for a magic crown jewel? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe? Perhaps? Because, uh, I'm gonna look it up real fast. But I believe that didn't type anywhere I wanted it to. Let's try that again. I believe Crown Jewel is, like, November or something. November 5th. Okay. So that is, well, literally a month away. Um, it's possible. I do kind of miss Cowboy Brock, I'm not gonna lie. Cowboy Rock was fun. He was a fun time. Um, okay. Again, chat's too small for me to read on there, so I have to turn. Um, 
Hope Riddle gets knocked out by DC and he has a Seth freaking Rollins shirt on. I know, Matt. I know that's what you want. You want, like, the Mike Tyson DX stuff. Allison said he is so underutilized. I'm assuming she's also talking about Ali, which she knows. Vince said they gave... They gave home credit for being a former cruiserweight champion when he wasn't. LOL. Wait, who? Are you talking about Ali? They gave Ali... They said Ali was a former cruiserweight champion? Or... Oh, okay, thank you. I was I was very confused. I thought you were talking about DC, and I was like, huh? That's not a thing. On commentary? Listen, I barely listen to commentary. Unless it's William Regal flirting with Excalibur, I'm not really listening to commentary. Let's be real. Because Corey Graves and Byron Saxon piss me off. Together, I hate them both. Like, together, they're the worst. Separately, they're also kind of the worst. But together, they fucking suck. I'm fine. Uh, so let's just let's just move on to the question of the week. We're just we're just zooming through this shit today, guys. I'm telling you, it's gonna be such an easy listen for you guys to enjoy. I hope you guys have been enjoying it so far. Um, my question of the week, um, with Extreme Rules being on Saturday. Um, what match are you most looking forward to? Um, so there's, it's kind of like a two-part question. It's that, and then it's which stipulation do you think is the coolest, and which stipulation do you think is the worst? Hey, maybe you can watch your next tonight. <laughs> no, I have to upload this and go to bed. Uh, maybe, we'll see. Um, but the matches for Extreme Rules are as followed. I did write them down, so you guys don't have to do your research. I'm a lovely host. I know. Thank you. So we have the good old-fashioned Donnybrook match between the Brawling Brutes, Sheamus, versus Imperium. We have an I Quit match between Edge and Finn Balor. We have the Strap match between Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross. We have the Fight Pit match between Seth freaking Rollins and Stonehenge Riddle with Daniel Cormier as the official. We have the ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair taking on Bailey or Pam as I like to call her. Um, and then we have for the SmackDown Women's Championship we have just an extreme rules match between Liv, who's the champ, and Ronda Lousy. Um, so let's see. The chat is saying... Jesus said the match, Bailey versus Bianca. Matt is most excited and terrified for the fight pit. I know you are, Matt. Um, may the odds forever be in Seth's favor. Jesus said the good good stipulation is the ladder match. I agree. Um, that's probably one of the matches. That might be the match I'm most looking forward to is Bianca and Bailey. <clears throat> because... Obviously, there's going to be outside shenanigans, like like I was talking about before. The rest of damage controls out there, and that's kind of why Bailey chose that stipulation because she can have her girls ringside, and it won't be an issue. They can get involved in that. Sh- they can just beat the shit out of Bianca, and let Bailey climb the ladder if they really wanted to. Um, and will we finally see Bianca be 
dethroned. I was always under the impression before the Judgment Day stuff started that Rhea was going to be the one to take the belt off Bianca. Because I thought, you have this great heel and Obviously, this was before Bailey came back. Um, you have this great heel in Rhea, and it'd be great. But now you have Bailey, who is a fantastic heel, and has a nice little stable with her. So, like... I think I'm... See, like, part of me kind of wants to go Bianca... I'm, I'm torn. Like, Bianca and Bailey. I I just want everyone to have a good time. Uh, Vince said, I love me a good old-fashioned strap match. Two big, meaty men strapping meats. Uh, okay. Um, and then <laughs> a lot of that is happening. Um, yes, yeah, so that's probably the match I'm most looking forward to. Stipulation, yeah, probably the ladder match is the coolest for this because, which shocks me that it's the first time ever that it's a women's championship being defended in a ladder match. Like, that actually shocks me. Uh, did you mention the spin the wheel, make the deal match, and pick your poison stuff for NXT Halloween Havoc, Gora vs. Roxy, because that's cool as shit? Uh, no, I did not, but I can talk about it. Um, so, NXT got Halloween Havoc back. Who's the host? We don't know. Should be Chucky, if it can't be Shotzi. Um, and Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez, or Roxy, as she was known on the indies and Ring of Honor before disintegrated. Um, it, uh, it, Grayson Waller had a, his talk show, and they brought back the wheel, you know, spin the wheel, make a deal. That's always, I love those. And it was a, um, oh, see, I can't remember. It's basically like an Extreme Rules match, but the way they worded it was weird. It's like something with the word weapons. If someone would like to help me out, that'd be fantastic. Um, but before they have that match at Halloween Havoc, they are going to have a pick your poison match where each woman gets to pick any woman off of any roster in WWE, which Grayson Waller made sure to say, which means we're probably going to get some main roster talent down there. I have a feeling Bailey's going to be one. Don't ask me why, but I have this feeling. Um, so they both were just like, oh, I know who I'm going to pick for you. You won't make it to Halloween Havoc. But they each get to pick their opponent. I think he said next week. But I also don't listen to Grayson Waller when he talks because he's terrible. I think Was it like a Weapons Wild match or something? I just... Some of the words... Oh, Weapons Wild. Oh my god. That was right. Thank you, Jesus. And like some of the, some of the phrases they use on that wheel are just ridiculous. I'm telling you. Um, so far that is like the only stipulation match we have for Halloween Havoc. Obviously, we would like more. I would like more. Because like have use that wheel. You have it. Use it. Do something fun for the triple threat. Make the triple threat like a freaking hell in a cell or something. Jesus giving a new meaning to the phrase, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know he is. Um, but, like, I want more stipulations for Halloween Havoc. 
Because, like, why... Why only use it for one? And I'm glad it's for the women's match, but... Also, hi, Benji. Um, probably the worst stipulation. I, I think I have to go strap match just because I feel like it has literally been so overdone before, like, or recently. I, it's like dog collar matches and strap matches are just like blending together. So that's probably what I'm thinking. Um, I think that's what the wheel is going to be used for at Halloween Havoc. Yeah, probably. But I like it, I like, use it a little bit beforehand, too. Like, you, you, don't be, don't be afraid of the wheel, guys. Um, but yeah, the strap match, like, I'm, I love Drew McIntyre, but, like, I'm not really looking forward to this match. It's gonna be intense as all hell, but... It's not really, like, piquing my interest. I don't even know what kind of stipulation it would have to be to make me interested. Maybe it's because I don't really like Karen Cross, but, like, I love Scarlet. It's a damn shame we're living in, guys. It's a damn shame world. Um, I'm just not looking forward to Karen Cross. I know, Jesus, you don't like Karen Cross. Um, but I think... That's all I really have for the actual show show. Um, obviously, I have to do the, the plugging of the socials and everything. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at KDRazen13. Link to your the all things Sheely Showcase. Twitch.tv slash Sheely Showcase. Typically, except tonight, Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Again, unless something happens like tonight. And you'll just get a random fun show. Um... YouTube.com slash Sheila Showcase. I say watch the videos because they are way more entertaining. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you do not want to watch, which, that's fair. I understand. Sometimes you just want to listen on your drive home. Just, like, put your headphones in, take a nap, whatever you gotta do. That's fine. Um, Sheila Showcase is the brand, obviously. The weekly show, Sheila Showcase, that you're currently watching. Hi, how are you? Uh, Inside the Mind of is an interview series I do with people in the wrestling community. I didn't put one up this past Monday. Uh, that's a thousand percent on me. Uh, I was slacking. That's my bad. But I have countless other interviews up. I have one coming up uh, in two weeks, which I'm filming this weekend. Uh, and then the Halloween one, which y'all aren't ready for. Things are said that people cannot take back. And it's going to be on the internet forever. That's all I'm going to say about that. It's a very fun time, though. <laughs> it was a time. Uh, then In the Crowd is currently on hiatus until I figure out what I want to do with that. New Japan Takeover Savannah show. We're having issues with um, her uploading that new show she's trying to do, like the Fuse. Um, like, her thumbnail uploaded, but the video isn't. So we're still trying to figure that out as to why it's not uploading to our Google Drive. But hopefully that will be out soon, because it looked like she took a lot of time out to do that and found someone to film with. Um, obviously, huge shout-out to Jalen, Heel Tactics, Justin. You guys know him by many names. He created the music for literally all of those shows I just mentioned. Yeah, that man created the music. The man, the myth, the legend, Jalen. 
Uh, check out all of his music. His links are in the description of the video and um, the audio versions because that man is a mad scientist. That is, a, He's a musical genius and we appreciate everything he's done for us. The, a collective group of us. Our show, Smackin' It Raw, uh, Return to Wrestling, Straight Talk, Havoc Hour, Young Kings, Get Show. Man does it all. He really helped us out, and we greatly, greatly appreciate him. And while you're, you know, clicking through that link tree, doing the things you do, there's merch. You can get the that little cute logo that you see in the corner of the screen. Um, that's on a shirt. You can get that on a hoodie. You can get it on a sticker. Should I put it on a mug? Do you guys want it on a mug? I can put it on a mug. Just let me know. Or if you don't want the logo, which, that's fair. I understand. Uh, do you want to support women's rights? I know you do. We have a Pro Wrestling Pro Choice shirt designed by a very good friend of the show and the crew, uh, Jizzy Doodles. Deadass, deadass Jizzy, who's back in the podcasting game, which you all need to check out with her and Jess. Um, she created the design, uh, Pro Wrestling Pro Choice I don't know where it is I'm currently trying to move stuff around. Um, but if you go on the link tree, you will see it. All the proceeds from the link tree and Sheet is going to Planet Parenthood. All the proceeds from Creation World or Smackin' Around or Math. If you go to that link tree, all the proceeds from you buying stuff there with that logo is going to Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project. Buy both. You want a white hoodie, you want a gray hoodie, you want a black hoodie, you want a sticker, you want a tank top, you want a shirt. Mix it up. One from each. Support two good causes. Because women deserve rights? I know. What a crazy concept. Uh, and I'm still in the process of trying to figure out more merch ideas. I was trying to think of something for Halloween or for the fall season. Um, I, like, the idea literally came to me today, so I haven't designed anything. But if you guys have ideas of what you would want merch to be, feel free to let me know. Uh, hit me in the DMs, just tweet at me. Um, don't try and even, like, <laughs> hit up the Instagram for Sheely, because I literally haven't updated that in months. I'm slacking. I'm so sorry. It's hard when you have multiple Instagrams. <laughs> But everything's on my Twitter. That's where you can find me. If you want to find me, just find me on Twitter. Alright? Uh, but I greatly appreciate everyone joining me in the chat. Really appreciate you guys help make it fun tonight. Again, it's been a while since I've done a solo show. Hopefully my talking has been enough for you to bear. If not, oh well, why are you listening anyways? <laughs> but... I, as well as Savannah, will see you guys next week. Till then, bye bye.